Welcome to Calvary Chapel, Wichita. May God richly bless you as you listen to this message. About two weeks ago, we had a men's breakfast, and uh, I taught on prayer. It was a little, a short little uh, teaching on, uh, excuse me, not prayer, faith. I'm sorry. I'll get it right sometime. And um, just just learn just the studying about it. I, I learned quite a bit, and, and it just brought back a lot more things to my memory uh, that that I had learned before that other teachers had taught me, and that I'd just read out of the Bible. And um, I was trying to figure out what I was going to teach on tonight, and uh, nothing was really coming. And I was praying and praying, and I was. Um, getting kind of worried and and everything, wondering what was going to happen and what, what I should say and do and all. And So then I, I thought, well, maybe I'll just expand on that. And uh, I thought, yeah, that's what I'll do. So I've been listening to some uh, CDs at, at work of Chuck Smith, and I hadn't listened for about a week, and I put the next one in, and he's teaching on faith. And I thought, okay, that's my confirmation, Lord. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it on faith that uh, that that's that that's what I'm supposed to be teaching on tonight, and and as believers we need to, to live by faith. We need to to walk in faith. And uh, the uh, the verse I'm going to start out with here is Romans. You don't have to turn here. You can turn to Acts three, and uh, that's where we're going to be the first part. But Romans one. 16 and 17 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of salvation of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. And if you've asked Jesus Christ to come into your heart and to be your Savior and to forgive you of your sins, then you are justified. You are the just. And, and we need to live by faith. That's, uh, our hope is set uh, on, on Jesus Christ. And, uh, and, and by putting our faith in Jesus, uh, that's, that's where we're going to be. We're going to be with him one day. And, and so we must live by faith. We must walk in, in this, uh, walk through the valley of the shadow of death uh, with faith. And, and that's the only way that we are going to make it. I have uh, a couple of uh, passages here, here in uh, Acts chapter 3, verse 1, uh, of a couple of men of faith, about three guys of faith, actually. And... Uh, We'll start out here in uh, chapter 3 of Acts, verse 1. Now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a certain man from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms from those who entered the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked them for alms. And fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said, Look at us. So he gave them his, his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. 
in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. So he, leaping up, stood, walked, and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. And then they knew that it was he who sat begging alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. Now, as the lame man who was healed held on to Peter and John, all the people ran together to them in the porch, which is called Solomon's, greatly amazed. This is a pretty awesome um, story of, of three men of faith here. It says, Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. That would have been 3 o'clock in the afternoon. The, the first hour being 6 o'clock in the morning at that time. And they started one at what we would call 6 o'clock. So in the afternoon, they went up. And this guy that they had laid there um, for years, I heard uh, one commentator says that he was about 40 years old. Um, it doesn't say here how old he is. But um, usually for a Jewish person to be uh, uh, talked about as a man, you would have been at least 30 years old, and that's whenever you became a man and, and all of that. So we can assume that he might have been 30 years old. Nevertheless, it's just a long time to be begging and um, and not able to get, get around yourself because it says that people carried him there. And um, so he saw Peter and John come and, uh, and just uh, lucky for him, they just happened to come by at that time. And um, Peter told him, uh, I don't got any money, but what I do have, I'll, I'll give you. And Peter had some faith. And uh, uh, as we as we remember Peter, he he had went um, up and down and all around with Jesus, uh, from uh, walking on water with Jesus. Um, Jesus was walking out on, the, and they were they were freaked out and you know scared. And uh, Jesus says, you know, don't be afraid. It's me. And, and Peter says, you know, well, Lord, if, it's, if it is you, then let me come out on the water with you. And he says, well, come on. And he did. And, and, and just that would be so strange to just get out of that boat and step out there on that water and go, wow. You know, I mean, he, he sat there for a little bit and go, yeah, neat. But uh, he, he, had, he had faith. And he had his eyes on Jesus. And um, and when he seen the world around him, uh, when when things you know he got out there and he walked a ways out and he was he was within arm's reach of Jesus because Jesus reached out and grabbed him, and and it, the, the Bible says that uh, he saw the waves and the wind and 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 so he saw the world around him, and uh, and his faith was shaken. 
You know, he just he lost it there, and he started to sink, and he said, Jesus, save me. And Jesus immediately lifted him back up. Um, another time, <clears throat> Peter said, um, Lord, even I'm not going to deny you. Even if I, uh, even if I have to die with you, I'm not going to deny you. But he did. So there, on the uh, on the other side of that, he was a man who had faith, and he he was a man whose faith failed him. You know, just like us. You know, we we have uh, we have those moments of just really awesome uh, faith that you, when you look back on it, you just think. That was God. You know, God was uh, really working in my life. And uh, it, it wasn't anything that I mustered up and was able to, to conjure up or, or whatever. The, nothing in my own flesh was I able to, to, to accomplish that. And in other times we have, have those times of failure. So John, so John. Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Now, I would imagine that about this time, the enemy was there just in a convenient time to start telling Peter, what if he don't get up? What if he doesn't? What if he doesn't? These people around here... I mean, there, there was a lot of people here. It says all the people ran together to them at the portraits is called Solomon's, greatly amazed. There was a big crowd there, you know, watching. And here's Peter with all these people walking around, standing around, rise up and walk. Now, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9, it talks about faith being a gift. Now, this guy that was sitting here all this time that had uh, been carried there, I mean, just looking at it at, on the surface here, we don't really see anything that would have made him have faith that, that, uh, that Peter could make him walk other than in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So I believe that this was a gift that that God had just given at that time uh, to that man. I believe Peter had the faith. I believe they both were exercising faith. And and the Bible says that, that God gives each man a measure of faith. And so even that's given to us. Um... Ephesians says, you've been saved by grace through faith, and that not of yourselves. It's a, it's a gift of God. So all this coming down from God is, uh, is at work here. And, and even with, uh, you know, I'm sure that, that the, uh, the enemy was, was, was saying something to Peter because um, Jesus told Peter that, that uh, Satan wanted to sift him like wheat. You know, and this would have been a time, a really good time where he could really sift him, if he could get him to doubt, if he could get him to uh, to waver here, 
uh, right in the middle of this, and then he would have been totally discredited. They didn't have a Bible at the time. Uh, they, they couldn't say, okay, now turn over to First Peter chapter, blah, blah, blah. You know, they, they didn't have the word. And so these guys, by, the, uh, by their faith, uh, by the gift of God, their signs and wonders that they were doing was their authentication that they had been uh, with the Lord Jesus Christ, that they, that they were the guys that, that Jesus had taught. You know, they, they authenticated the gospel message with these signs and wonders. And so Peter reaches over, takes the guy by the right hand, and lifts him up. And the guy, it says, then immediately uh, his feet and legs receive strength. So uh, Peter did most of the lifting. He, I mean, the guy didn't help him at all. Peter was a pretty good-sized guy, big old fisherman, burly fisherman. Lifted the guy up, and uh, and I'm sure that probably Peter's faith was so strong at the time that he wasn't going, oh, man, I hope he don't fall back down. I hope he don't fall back down. <laughs> you know, that's not faith. That's, yeah, he, he probably could, but, you know, I don't know. And I've been there. And and I, I say all this to you guys, and, and I know that... Uh, that most of you guys, I know, I know most of you, and um, and I know you guys have had those times of ups and downs in your in your walk in in faith, uh, where we just we're, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak, and we just we have those difficult times. So, so all of this is more of a reminder to you guys. You guys have read the word, you know, many times, I'm sure. So it's 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 my desire to just remind you, like Pete, like Peter says, um, I don't want to uh, uh, be guilty of not reminding you guys of these things. I just want to stir up your minds by reminding you, and uh, and that's 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 what this is all about tonight. He took him by the right hand, lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. So he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. Now, see, this was, a, this was an awesome miracle because every human being that walks has to learn how to walk. You know, you got, you know everybody's had kids. Seen kids, you know. We've even got uh, some walking around here now that are that are getting where they can walk just pretty good, and we're getting ready to have some more walking around here that uh, uh, here before too much longer. And uh, and ev- everybody's got to learn to walk. And this guy, he had been lame from his mother's womb, never walked. And Peter reached down, picked him up. And he's running, he's leaping. You know, I mean, it, it's really an awesome miracle. This guy, um, I believe, received that gift of faith uh, that's talked about in, in uh, 1 Corinthians twelve nine, And uh, the faith that Peter had 
just did an awesome miracle. And all these people that are standing around there, they knew this guy. Because the Jews, they went to the temple daily, or at least weekly. They, I mean, that was a part of their life. Um, even more so than church is a part of our life. Uh, there was a lot of activity around the temple at that time. And, and all these people knew this guy. Um, it said they saw him walking and praising God. And they knew that it was he who had sat begging alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. So they knew. They'd seen him. Some of them had seen him, knew who he was. Some of them knew that he was uh, um, lame from uh, uh, birth. Just others knew that he had been there ever since I've been coming to the temple. This guy's been sitting here, you know. Um, this, was, this was an awesome sign and wonder uh, that was done through Peter to not to bring anything on Peter, not, not that Peter would, uh, you know, get any glory, but to glorify God. And see, this guy here had the right attitude because it, he was leaping, walking, leaping, and praising God. He wasn't praising Peter, but he was praising God. And uh, that's where we need to. That's the attitude that we need to keep um, uh, in all this, in 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 this faith that we uh, that we have, that that anything happens uh, through faith, through our faith, that uh, that we always give God the credit for it, that we always give God the praise for it, that because um, we'll get all puffed up. I mean, I know me. And um, if I think very much of, of stuff like that, I get to thinking more highly of myself than I ought. And, uh, and that's not good as well. And, and faith, having faith and walking in faith is... is not saying, well, Lord, I really would like to have that Mercedes. And in faith, I'm going to just believe and I'm going to claim that, that I'm going to get that. And every day you wake up and you just pray and you just, oh, I'm, I'm claiming it, boy. I'm claiming it. I'm, uh, uh, I'm going to get that. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. And... Um, it's more than that. Uh, it's it's more than material things. It's it's more than things in this physical world. So what happens when, if you do that and you wind up with the ego? I mean, does that is, does that mean that 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 you didn't have enough faith to get the uh, the the Mercedes? I don't think so. I think the Lord gave you what you needed. Uh, somehow, you just, I always wonder if the Lord, if, if I would have gotten the Mercedes, if I would have thought more highly of myself than I ought. But yet, with the Yugo, I still get from point A to point B and back, and, I, and I've got transportation, I've got wheels, and everything like that, and I'm definitely humble. Because you, you really can't, you know, get too uh, proud of yourself riding around in an old beat-up Yugo.
but yet the Lord has still provided for me. And there has been a lot of times in Scripture where uh, people have been healed because of their faith. So if I get cancer and I pray that, uh, that the Lord would heal me of my cancer and uh, next year I, I die of cancer, does that mean that I didn't have enough faith to uh, be healed of my cancer? No, I, 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 I don't really believe that. Uh, in Matthew nine twenty two, the woman that had the flow of blood for twelve years, you know, she was she was crawling on her hands and knees through this big multitude that was following Jesus, and and uh, she just said, "Man, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I could be healed." She spent all of her livelihood, spent all of her money on doctors, every, everything like that, and and couldn't be healed of this flow of blood for twelve years. And that would be a drag. And um, Jesus, when she touched him, Jesus turned around and said, uh, Be of good cheer, daughter. Your faith has made you well. And the woman was healed from that very hour. Awesome. Her faith. She just, if I could just touch the hem of Jesus. We have another story of two blind men uh, that as Jesus was coming into Jericho, they were crawling out. Uh, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on us. And um, and he touched their eyes. And uh, he said, according to your faith, let it be so to you. And their eyes were opened. Awesome. Awesome faith. Faith is an awesome tool when it's a gift from God. The Gentile woman that had a... Uh, uh, a demon-possessed daughter. She came and asked Jesus to uh, to heal her daughter. He said, uh, well, I've come for the, the lost children of Israel. And he says, uh, it's not for the, the bread of the master to be given to the little dogs. And the woman said, yeah, but Father, even the, the little dogs eat the crumbs that fall off of the master's table. And, and Jesus says, O oh woman, great is your faith. Let it be so to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. Realizing that this one healing was just like a crumb that would fall off of the table. And we got a dog at home, and, and if a crumb, you can't even hardly see it. It falls off on the table, and he's over there, you know, on that, and he gets it. And Jesus also talked a lot of times about not having faith. Oh, you have little faith. Why did you doubt? You know, when uh, Jesus cursed a fig tree and, and the disciples had wondered how it had withered so fast. And Jesus told them, Assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but also if you say to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea, it will be done. And whatever you think, things you ask in prayer, 
believing you will receive. According to the will of God, of course. Jesus was talking to his disciples about what they would eat and what they would drink and, and all. And uh, he, he told them, oh, you have a little faith. Don't worry about what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink. Uh, don't worry about those things. Have faith. When Jesus was walking on the water up to the ship, and he calmed the storm, and the disciples was just panicked, panicking. I guess this wasn't when he was uh, um, walking on the water. This was when he was sleeping, you know, and there was a storm out on the Sea of Galilee, and he's over here snoozing, and the, and the disciples are, are panicking. They don't know what's going on. And they said, Master, wake up. Don't you, can't you see that we're perishing? And he says, Why are you so fearful, O you of little faith? And that, that is one that really sticks in my heart a lot of times because um, it just all kind of, you know, you know how life is. And, um, and I'll get to worrying about things and I'll get to fretting about things and just, uh, I'm a worrier, I'm a worry wart, you know. And, um, and this, this comes back to me. Why are you so fearful, O oh, you of little faith? And... It's because of my pride. I think that there's something that I can do to fix the situation. And um, and there really isn't anything that I can do to fix the situation. I've been praying about a, um, um, a problem with insurance, health insurance, and all this. And it was really a big mix-up and, and everything. And it was going to cost $200. The mistake was two hundred dollars in my my mind, and and uh, for about the last two and a half weeks, I've been calling and calling, making calls, and talking to people and everything, and I'm getting more frustrated and more frustrated and more frustrated. And uh, <clears throat> then this week here, I'm I'm coming up to uh, uh, I'm teaching about faith on Wednesday night, and I'm. <laughs> And, and and my wife, she um, she's a really a blessing because she uh, she's got a lot more faith than I do, and uh, she, she says we just got to give this into God's hands. We just got to let God take care of this, you know. And I said, yeah, I have, but uh, you know, and and uh, I hadn't, and so uh, and I said, yeah, I have, yeah, we got to do that, and. Um, and see, I'm wanting to write, I don't, I'm wanting them to write off the two hundred dollars because uh, I may have to buy stuff with that two hundred dollars, <laughs> you know. So, I, you know, I don't want to pay them that two hundred dollars. So, finally, it all worked out today to where they split it with me. So it's only going to cost me a hundred dollars. And so I thank God finally that that at least it wasn't the full $200. You know, I mean, I, I, why are you so fearful of you, you of little faith? It's because I did not trust you. I did not lay this into your hands and realize 
that the money that I get, any of the money that I get, comes from you anyway. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't get anything. I wouldn't have money to even pay it. I wouldn't have the means to be able to even say, here, put it on my credit card and I'll pay it off. I wouldn't have the means to, to do that if God hadn't given me that in the first place. And then like we talked earlier about Peter walking on the water, uh, when he saw the, the, the waves and the wind blowing, you know, he, he, uh, he lost it. He, lo- he got his eyes off of Jesus and got his eyes on the world around him. And uh, I don't know if anybody has um, listened to the news lately, but there's really not a whole lot happy. There's really not a lot of good news on the uh, on television anymore. I mean, there's really a lot of grim things going on. Uh, Katie and I was sitting there at lunchtime the other day uh, uh, having lunch, and uh, everything, it was either somebody getting robbed, these old ladies got beat up and robbed and everything, and we're like, man. And then, okay, we, here's another thing that happened, and another thing, and another thing, and another thing, and here's the day he's most wanted. And he's, you know, and I'm, I'm just thinking, don't you have any good news? Didn't anybody, wasn't there any Boy Scouts out there helping little old ladies across the street or something? You know, and they didn't. Uh, we, I went all the way to the, to the weather, and they didn't have any good news. So, so if we get our eyes off of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we get our eyes on the world around us, we're going to get bummed, you know, and... And by, by having faith in Jesus, that we're going to go to a better, you know, we're going to go to be with him. Wherever he is, wherever heaven is, uh, wherever heaven is, we're going to be with him someday. And that is really going to be awesome. We're going to really know what true living is all about. And I want to finish off with Hebrews chapter 11. And this is what has commonly been referred to as uh, the Hall of Faith. It's on page 1460. (laughs) Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good testimony. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen are not made of things which are visible. We don't believe in evolution. Now here we start the hall of faith. Of all these faithful men and women... They weren't perfect, but they did have faith in God. They believed God. When God said something, they believed him. And that's what I want to encourage you guys to do. It's what's written in this word right here. This is the truth and nothing but the truth, so help me God. By faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God 
testifying of his gifts, and through it, he being dead still speaks. God desired a blood sacrifice, and that's what uh, Abel gave. Cain didn't. He gave wheat or whatever it was he grew, the fruit of the ground. And um, what he should have did was took some grain over there and say, Hey, Abel, let me buy one of your, your lambs, sacrificed it. Everything would have been okay, but he had the wrong attitude. Uh, he wasn't a godly man. By faith, Enoch was translated so that he did not see death. Now, Enoch, this Enoch here was the father of Methuselah. He did not see death and, and was found not because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had his, this testimony that he pleased God. And if you go to uh, Genesis uh, chapter 5, you can read about that, about Enoch. There's really not a whole lot written about Enoch. Uh, it's not like, like Abraham who's you know, got half the book of uh, Genesis written about him. Just a little bit. It says at verse 6, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. This is one of the uh, scriptures that my wife uh, talks about a lot of times. Without faith it is impossible to please him. And that's what... Um, our desires should be to please God. And, and, and he doesn't ask for us to do a whole lot. He doesn't ask for us to go be a missionary in Zimbabwe. He doesn't ask us to, you know, he asks us to have faith. And then, he, and then after you get going along and having faith, then he'll show you, no, I want you to go to South America. No, I want you to go to... Uh, wherever, Africa, wherever, or, or stay right there where you're at and, and uh, witness to those guys you work with. We must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And really, when you think of eternity with, with the Lord Jesus Christ, the Mercedes is really not a reward. You know, really. I mean, it's really nothing. It's going to burn just like everything else. Um, that The big house is really not a reward. Going to heaven and being with Jesus and having him come up, walk up to you and say, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into the glory of your Lord. Wouldn't that be, isn't that going to be awesome? It just about makes you cry right now just thinking of that. By faith, Noah, being uh, divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. God said, I want you to go build an ark. And, the, and, and, and uh, Genesis says that, that the world was exceedingly wicked. 
And it also says that before then it had never rained on the earth. And it took him 120 years to build this ark. Now, don't you think he got some ridicule? Rain? What's that? You know, an ark? What do you need an ark for? I mean, come on. You know, if it took you 120 years to build, it, it was pretty slow going. And he probably got ridiculed for it taking so long. You know, ridiculed just because he was doing it in the first place. God told you to do it. Who's that? You know, and it says that, the, that they were exceedingly wicked. So you know that none of them even kind of faintly knew God. You know, you talk to some people that, that say that they're Christians, you know, and they, um, you know, they say some of the, you know, Christian words and, and, and everything like that. And you tell them, you tell them a story of faith that, that God has done something in your life. And you, oh man, God did this in my life. And they're like, it's whack. Crazy. You know, just like they don't really believe. They just don't. They've never had an experience with God. So, you know, you kind of wonder about their salvation. But Noah did it. And here he is in, in the hall of faith. Abraham and Sarah. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called out to go to the place which he would afterwards receive an inheritance. And he went out, not knowing where he was going. God told him, get out of your country. Leave your father. And he went. It's just like somebody coming right now. It's like, okay, here all of a sudden God is speaking to our hearts. And he says, okay, I want you to go to Siberia. Or I want you to go somewhere. And I'm going to show you. I'm just going to direct you. And you keep going. You keep going. Is this it, God? Is this it, God? Here you end up in the middle of Siberia. And you're like, okay. Okay, okay, Lord, I, I'm taking it by faith that this is where you want me to go. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he waited for the city which has foundation, whose builder and maker is God. By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed, and she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised. She's like 90 years old and has a baby. And there's a lot of women that have trouble having babies at 20 years old. I mean, it, it's hard on the body. Therefore, from one man and him as good as dead were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude, innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. A whole nation, a whole people was born out of Abraham by this one child. It, this is kind of funny. There from one man, and him as good as dead. He's a hundred and some year, hundred years old, and he's as good as dead. But he still did it. God still did it through this one guy. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. And that's us. We're, we're strangers and pilgrims. We're aliens. Um, and our faith, 
our faith is not of this world. Our faith, there isn't really anything on this planet that could possibly even come close to our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. It will be so awesome for me to get out of this body of sin that just constantly wants to do the wrong thing. For those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland. And that's what we're, we're seeking, a homeland. Um, Jesus said, in my Father's house there are many mansions, and if we're not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. Awesome. We're going to be with him always in his Father's house. We're going to have our own place. You know, a little white fence and grass, all that. But it's going to be wonderful, and that's where our faith is at. That's, I mean, our, our faith is in heaven. Our faith is, uh, is there in, in Jesus Christ, the author and finisher of our faith. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said, In Isaac your seed shall be called. Accounting that God was able to raise him up, even from the dead, from which he also received him in a figurative sense. That's when they went up on the, on the mountain. They got right to the foot of the mountain, and, and Abraham says, Okay, he told the servant, Okay, you stay. And, and me and the boy are going to go on up, and we will return. He told, he told him right then, we will return. He had faith. He had faith that God was not going to allow him to kill his son or that he was going to raise him from the dead just right then and there. That, I mean, that would be awesome to be an old man, your only son, and God says, I want you to go up and kill him. Offer him as a burnt offering. <clears throat> and he did it. He went for it. He went up there. He did all there is. Uh, as they're going up the mountain, uh, Isaac said, uh, Father, where's the, where's the lamb? Where's the sacrifice? And he, told, and he told Isaac, he says, God will offer, or will, yeah, will offer himself a sacrifice. And they got up there, and he laid him out there on the, on the uh uh, on the altar that he made, on the wood. And God said, okay, you were faithful. We want to be faithful. That would be scary. Sometimes faithful is scary. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each one of the sons of Joseph and worshipped, leaning on the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when he was dying, made mention of the departure of the children of Israel and gave instructions concerning his bones. He wanted them to take his bones out of Egypt and, and back to uh, Israel so he could be buried there. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents because they saw that he was a beautiful child. 
and they were not afraid of the king's command. By faith, Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin, esteeming the reproach of Christ's greater riches than the treasures of Egypt for which he looked to the reward. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. By faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest he who destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith they passed through the Red Sea, as by dry land, whereas the Egyptians attempting to do so were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were encircled for seven days. Now, if we take that in our uh, normal mind, you know, especially today, they walk around every day, once every day, and in the last day, you march around seven times, and uh, the walls are going to fall down. Come on, please. But it did. I mean, we serve an awesome God. We serve a God that um, that does stuff like uh, had Gideon go out and he had 30,000 guys and, and they were going to go up and, and fight against 130 or 140,000 people. And God says, well, you guys got too many men. And he, and he got rid of all but 300 guys and all them 300 guys went up there and slew the, uh, the 130 or 40,000 people. They didn't have a, 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 a leg to stand on for boasting or anything. That was all. That had to be all God. That was faith. Yeah, okay, here we go. The, us, us and me and 299 more guys are going to go up against 130,000 soldiers that are experienced and are ready to take me out. Each one of those guys had to have a lot of faith. By faith, the harlot Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe when she had received the spies with peace. Many other heroes of faith. And what more shall I say? For the time would fail me to tell you of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Japheth, also of David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weaknesses were made strong, became valiant in battle, turned to fight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead, raised to life again, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. Yeah, don't let me out of here with my leg half burned off. I'm going to have a whole new leg. I'm going to have a whole new body when I go with be with the Lord. Still others had trial of mockings and scourging and, yes, of change and imprisonment. They were stoned. They were sawn in two, were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. 
of whom the, the, the Bible says, and I believe that, that, that the Apostle Paul was the writer of Hebrews. Paul is saying that the world was not worthy to have these people in there. What? Did, did that mean that they didn't have enough faith to, to not go to prison, to not be tortured, to not be burned at the stake? No. Um, God delivers those whom he decides he wants to deliver. We may have to go through some tough times in our lives. But yet, having faith in God, having faith in Jesus Christ, we endure. And, and, as, and as we endure, we're, we're made strong in, in that. I mean, that, that really strengthens you. If every time I had ever went through a trial, if every time I'd ever uh, came up against anything that was a difficulty... Uh, and I had prayed, Lord, help me get out of this. And if God would have reached down and picked me up by the head and set me out of it, just pulled me out of it, I would have never learned a thing. I would have never been able to um, encourage my brothers. And that's, uh, I believe that that's one of the things that I am called to do is to uh, encourage the brethren. They were stoned, they were sawn in two, were tempted, were slain with a sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of who the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and mountains and dens and caves of the earth. And all these, having obtained a good testimony through faith, did not receive the promise. God, having provided something better for us, that they should not be made perfect apart from us. There's going to come a time where we are going to be perfected, where we're going to be completed. Um, but we're going to have to have faith until then. We're going to uh, we're going to have to walk in faith, and um, each one of us can reach out and help the other one along when they when their faith is weak. I mean, each one of us, from in one time or another, our faith is going to get weak, and, and that's what is so cool about having fellowship with one another, is that um, we can reach out and encourage somebody else. We can uh, uh, share our faith with somebody else that, that's our brother. And, and we can learn to walk together. We can, we can just, we can have that strength. We can get that gift of faith that comes from God um, because of your faith and because of your faith and because of your faith. I can have faith that, wow, I can get through this. Yeah. Last week, God helped me through that that trial. Yeah, and He'll do it again because He helped Him. And 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 by bringing that to our mind, not not in a uh, condemning sort of a way, but just in an encouraging sort of a way, you know, we, we say, "Man, God got me through this big trial." I couldn't believe that he did it 
but he did it. It was an awesome thing. And I know each one of you guys have got those stories like that that God has helped you through. Hang on to those. Hang on to those times of faith where you know that it was God getting you through a really a tough time. Hang on to those times whenever you see a brother or a sister that is going through a super tough time. And, and they're like, okay, it's no problem. God's going to get me through this. That's why I say my wife is such a blessing. She has more faith than I do. And uh, she helps me out a lot as we talk about things. And, and she, she, she just talks about having faith. And God is going to get us through this. God's going to deal with this. And if I can keep from, yeah, I know, God, you, you got faith and God's going to help me, you know. And I don't, I don't believe it's going to be too long before we're going to be with the Lord. I mean, the way, the way the world looks, the way things are going on in Israel, we've just got to hang on to faith. Hang on to the Lord Jesus Christ until that time comes, and then our joy will be full. So I want to encourage you guys, walk by faith and uh, not by sight. Because if you look around, you get bummed with this world really, really quick and really easily. Thank you for listening to this message. If you have any questions, please contact us at area code 316-263-3804 or check us out on the web at www.calvarychapelwichita.org.